0: I shall, you
1: shall, I shall get call of duty. Welcome to the Not Playing Podcast. My name's Rob Howard and today I'm joined by... Marcus Hurley. And... well, Before we start talk talking about any games of the year or however we're going to do that, um, yeah. we haven't all played a full set of ten games for example um, I just wanted to mention a couple of games that I've been playing uh some updates on them on stuff I've already mentioned so yeah God of War Ragnarok um, it. i have enjoyed it it's 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 not quite the game um I was hoping for really it is very much more of the same it does feel like a DLC I can't help it yeah
0: um
1: I've heard uh, that a the lot the graphics the graphics I still find a bit garish um But they're still detailed and look cool and stuff. But I think it's just the lighting and stuff. I I, I, I just don't understand um, why it's not blowing me away like that. I guess I think Horizon probably spoiled me. That's definitely the best-looking game I've played all year. That and Plague Tale, probably. Mm. Um, But yeah, uh, new games. I guess the big one is Midnight Suns. Um, This is weird, this game. Um, Again, not quite what I was expecting. This is by Firaxis, who... Did a lot of XCOM and turn-based stuff and civilization
2: yeah
1: yeah yeah um so yeah the turn-based combat's here but um it's not about like percentage chance to hit you always hit uh and and the powers are, are basically come off these cards that you have each character has a deck that you can tweak um as you unlock more cards so you can like if you've got two of the same card you can put them in a forge, double them up, get a more powerful version of that card. Just
2: kind of like Ant-Man and Dick. (laughs) Uh,
1: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) No, I see what you're doing there. Um, But the thing is, the the loop of the game, so so you're like, you get to create your, or customise your own character called the Hunter. And they're like this long dead uh, character who's, been resurrected for the purpose of of fighting Lilith who's this evil fucking witch uh and uh and so there's a lot of like it's a lot of the darker side of marvel so you've got your Agatha uh mm. blades there you can hang out with blade go for beers go fishing <laughs> have a deeper meaningful chat um that's the same with all the characters um and you have a friendship level with each of them mm. so so the roster when you start it is hunter uh Captain Marvel, Iron Man, Blade, uh, Magic, um, Nico from The Runaways, Ghost Rider, and I think that's a bit it, about it at the start. Oh, and Doctor Strange. <laughs> um, and so yeah, and so you can choose which of them that you take out with you on all these different missions. There are story missions, there are missions to go and gather. Items that you might need to uh, increase your research. Uh, So, like, uh, it took a while. I've probably sunk about uh, eight, ten hours into this. Okay. Um, End end is nowhere near in sight. No way. Um, I've just got Spider Man in my squad, so that's nice. Uh, But yeah, you sort of wake up each morning in your in your bed, which in your room that you can customize, and you know, uh, and and then you can go in your wardrobe and, and. um, you get like this currency to unlock new outfits and hairstyles and accessories for your character. Um, and then you can, and then you'll get like a text or something from one of them going, Oh, come and meet me here. And you'll mm-hmm. sort of like have a chat with them. They'll be like, Oh yeah. Um, we need to throw a surprise, surprise birthday party for Blade, and it's like okay, um, and and I want you to get him a very special present That's and random. stuff. It's all, it's all this kind like of what? madness, right? Yeah, and so then you'll go, okay, yeah, brilliant, yeah, we'll sort that out, um, and then uh, and then you go uh, and you go to the mission table, and you choose which mission you want to go on, and you go on the mission, and there might be like sub objectives to that you want, you'll get bonus resources and things. And then after your mission, when you've completed it, you'll come back to the uh, the Abbey. That's where it's all like, all centralizes around. And uh, and then you'll go and hang out with um, with one of the guys. Like, and it's up to you who you like. Mm. So you might go, you know, all oh, right, I'll go and spar with Blade, or I'll um I'll have a beer with Tony Stark, and you'll have a chat. And depending on the outcome and how the conversation goes, you'll get points uh, that will build your friendship with that character. I have a question. Um, it's bizarre. Yeah. Is that fun? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No, well, it, it is, it kind is of, a but genre, it's, though. It's very long. It's, it's to It's very thing. long-winded.
2: Yeah. I tell yeah, you what. I've I've, I'm a feeling. I'd feel it was just wasting my time.
0: I'm wondering whether that's something that was added into the game afterwards.
1: No, like, it's been there it, right, for all the way it, along. I think. Yeah. I think what happened was uh, Marvel came to them and said this is what i understand marvel came to them and said can you make an xcom game with our characters they went oh yeah we'd love to so they went away and they tried to make xcom but they just thought it was they they ended up thinking this is shit because we can't have all these mega heroes like dying because of a percentage chance to hit yeah. and stuff so they so they so they pivoted and they turned it into something else and the, the the series that I've heard this is quite inspired by is Persona. Yeah, it sounds like um, that. so. Yeah, yeah. So so it's got a very Japanese uh, RPG vibe to it. Um, but yeah, I am still enjoying it. I'm kind of getting the hang of the combat. Um, and you do get that like research trees and stuff that I used to like in XCOM, where it's like, oh right, so because you've done so many missions with Blade, you know, now you can sort of unlock this like leech vampire life steal type ability. Um, and you, and you build, you build, you upgrade areas in the, um, in the, in the abbey. So it's like in in XCOM, you used to have like a base and that was like depicted as like this 2d sort of like, you know, you've, you've developing this thing here and you know, you're training that and you're building this. Um, and then, but what they've done in this is they've made you be able to just walk around and have like your own little, little avatar that, um, is, is like, you know, you your own customized character, so yeah, it is odd, and I can't imagine it being to everyone's taste. Um, I'm not sure what I can sort of see why they did just shove this out at the end of the year, really, because I, 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 I guess they just wanted they <laughs> just needed to get their money back, really. But I, I don't well, think as much I, I, it's there was a, a lot of competition, yeah, it's just not a triple A. Game, I don't think really. Would you um, call Civilization
2: all... a triple A game? And the, you know the, the level. I, I would oh. call them a double A studio, right?
1: Yeah, I spoke I think they they very much uh, make games that scratch a specific itch.
2: Yeah, yeah, that um, that I would completely agree with.
1: Yeah, um, I'm. I'm not like I'm. This is totally in my rotation, and I have every intention of finishing it because I'm just curious because. I like the idea of playing an RPG in a different setting. Um, and you don't often get these. I mean, you never get these.
0: (laughs) I don't know what that's supposed to be. Sorry. I was just looking at a little video of it playing. Actually, it kind of looks kind of interesting. You're right. It's, it looks like a story RPG strategic sort of, uh, simulator a bit game of a sort of a Japanese
2: thing. mishmash of everything. I wouldn't say it's particularly yeah,
0: Japanese I, the, the possibly relationship element is. But
2: yeah, the game ga- some of the gameplay yeah, stuff elements are like yeah.
1: like It's just weird coming off a mission and going, "Oh, where's Tony? Where's Tony? I want <laughs> yeah. Tony to be my friend." <laughs> oh, Tony, it's a bit. Yes. Yeah. Um, and and, okay. and it's quite cool the way you the, the the different heroes definitely have like their own strengths and weaknesses like Spider-Man can get across the field, like, really quickly. Um, like, I mean, like Bik- your main can. character. Like a Spider-Can can. can. Um, <laughs> D- oh, Doctor is that when he kicks obviously- right legs
2: up? Da, 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 da. Sorry.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, but, um, yeah, I, I kind of like it. It's a different kind of pace, you know. Um, and, I'm, and I'm mad into Marvel. And, again, it's, it's another Marvel card game. And I just can't get to me enough of that right now. Yeah, fair enough. As my cole- as my collection level in Snap would attest, I'm on about six hundred and something now. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I, I've, I've I got had to stop playing that Snap <laughs>
0: because I kept pick- kept picking it up every time I've gotten near my phone.
1: <laughs> but, Just becomes the thing you do, like yeah. as well as breathing and, and eating. And
0: then I go, oh yeah, I haven't played that in a while, and I'm there playing it for like half an hour. I'm going okay,
2: or more. And yeah. then i kinda of go. Yep. Uh, I and should then you stop come after out of the one. work toilet. Yeah.
1: Indeed. <laughs> anyway, I bet best move on. I've got three more games. Unless anyone wants to have a go before I continue, play. Rick, I'll so
2: I, I, well, I I'll will actually... mention I have been playing some games. Go on, Marcus, mm. if you got yeah.
0: something. Yeah, I've got one. I've been playing. Um, I've been playing a controversial game. Actually, um, I actually got because Sue's bought it because she loved the series in general. I actually bought one of the new Pokemon games.
2: Ah, so I've heard, heard, this, one,
0: I've heard I've... this. Yeah. I heard it's sure. not very good. It's not. It's janky as hell. But it's still kind yeah. of fun. To be honest, I've not played a Pokemon game since possibly uh, a really earlier one. Um, so I'm kind of enjoying it in that sense because I haven't invested that much into the series. Um, which one, so is which, which one is it? I'm playing Scarlet and Violet. Um, right. It's got an element of co op. Which, unfortunately, isn't as good as we thought. Which is what was my jumping in point. Um,
2: We thought it was co-op.
0: And I thought, yeah, it allows you both to go around the world. It is janky as hell, and I hope they fix it. I really fucking do. But the problem is, you can't do two-on-one battles against Pokemon in the wild. You can watch another person battling a Pokemon. But considering this is a, a mechanic that's been in there since the Nintendo DS, the original DS, the DS Lite, um, where you had like, they introduced the idea of two-on-two battles and stuff. It's a mechanic that's been in the game engine for a very long time, regardless of what game it is. It's not something that's new and they've never been able to do. So I quite mm. like the idea. I think was thinking to myself, well, you've got these really powerful Pokemon roaming around the world as well, and they're kind of like glittering and stuff. Why the hell can't you team up on those? Hunt Hunter, it. yeah. Yep, you can do raids. You can both roam around. But the one thing I will give them credit for, when you're in each other's games, you have free roam. There is no locking of the screen. I can literally run off to another town on the other side of the world and Susie's I still in my I game. I have no
2: no idea really what a Pokemon game is. Um it hasn't really changed
0: that much <laughs> you know since I mean. the Game Boy. I've ones. never played one. Um What do you do?
1: You start- Slight like Zelda, isn't it? But you're um, sort of like kind collecting of, animals.
0: You, you basically you're you in the, the premise Zelda. is exactly the same for all of them. <laughs> Good you're Zelda. a kid. Yeah. You wake up. You're going to a school or an institution or a Pokemon Center to become a Pokemon Master. You choose your initial Pokemon, one of three. It's usually a Fire type, Grass type, or Water type. And you choose your one, and then your rival will pick one of the other corresponding ones. And the rival will always come back and battle you, and their one would have leveled up and got stronger. And they would have leveled up and got stronger Pokemon as well. So there's always a reoccurring thing between you and your rival, and they've got stronger ones. And so the idea is that you go out into the world, and you end up catching loads of these. And the whole idea of catching them all is to basically fill your encyclopedia, called the Pokedex, of all the Pokemon that you've fought. Uh, Now, you don't have to actually keep them, you can just catch them and then set them free afterwards, you've still completed the Pokédex, or you can end up with these hundreds of boxes of Pokémon that you never ever use, which is what the majority of people end up doing.
2: It's funny, I heard most (laughs) casinos get rid of their Pokédex after they've used them once. (laughs) Yeah, but these ones
0: always end up on the Nintendo uh, Black Sites. That's right. (laughs) But, um, yeah, I mean, to be (laughs) honest, I I like the idea because I'm currently building a a thing full of all of the random dog Pokemon. So I've got a stable full of all of the different types. I've got, like, this flamey dog that can, you know, it just, any kind of flame attack powers, powers up its own moves and stuff like that. I'm enjoying it because I've not played one in a while. So I'm getting a very, for me personally, it's not that much of a hike in graphics. In fact, it's actually a step back from the... Let's Go Eevee ones that came out when the Switch first came out, I think they looked kind of better because they looked a bit more like the um, Link's
2: Awakening remake. Okay. That sort of soft,
0: uh, Tunuk-style sort of thing.
2: Almost like that. Some, Whereas this follows these games... Sorry, go on.
0: Yeah, the whole point of releasing... And also, they released two types of games because then the idea of always of a Pokemon game is the idea of trading so if you're playing with a friend or someone else they would buy the corresponding one so in this case I got Mm. Scarlet Sue's got Violet Um, because you end up with ones that are unique to each one and some of them certain ones evolve a certain way in certain ones and you end up with a different legendary Pokemon in each one as well so, okay. it's this kind of an idea of duality. You don't have to play them both because. It's an
2: idea that they can sell two copies exactly. of the game. And you can to end up with.
0: The only one Sweet. you won't end up with is <laughs> the legendary one that's different. But yeah, right. it's the idea of, of, of playing battles and stuff and everything. The formula <laughs> hasn't changed since. I want to say, when did Pokemon come out? Late 90s, maybe? I think. Yeah. It hasn't really changed that much from there, which. It's kind of the same thing as Zelda, really. So, in that sense, you're spot on. It is kind of like that. It's the same tale, kind of told over, but just rehashed differently. Um, okay. But I'm quite enjoying it. it, despite all the jank and all that. i I, I got to weirdly admit, it's kind of fun. Um, it's, it's a Switch, so I'm not expecting amazing graphics on it. I mean, it's 10-year-old like hardware jank. now. It's 10-year-old hardware, yeah. The jank, Jesus. you don't really find so much of in the one player it's poorly optimized though but I'm, I'm not gonna say it's an amazing game but i'm enjoying it in a weird way i don't really understand how um but i think i'm just enjoying it because i'm playing a pokemon game that i haven't played in a while
2: so yeah. in that sense yeah okay Well, yeah, talk on, it's a new on game so it counts of, yeah. <laughs> absolutely on the subject of zelda um, yeah. I haven't been playing Zelda I've been playing the game that felt to me That Breath of the Wild should have been actually uh, And I did yep. play it last year, it's not a this year game But I actually picked it up and played it through To completion, uh, finished it a couple of days ago And that is Immortal Phoenix Rising Now nice. I know there's a oh. sequel in the bag Now this this to me, it's an Ubisoft open world It was done by the team that did And I've, I've talked about it before on the podcast But I think it's worth yeah. a mention, it was 20 quid In the Playstation sale and for a a, a quality 30-40 hour game um, I thought it that was well fun. worth the money. It's brilliant fun I adore the puzzles because you go in, you travel the world and you'll find monsters to fight on the overworld but you find these vaults and dungeons and you go in and each one of them is a unique puzzle with a unique element so, look, kind of like I believe the um, puzzles are in Zelda but these are quite yeah. big and complex and usually yeah. have three key elements, an introductory an intermediate and then a a really let's push the concept type <laughs> thing. And it might involve flying and changing wind the wind direction using your bow and arrows or rolling nice. these fiery boulders <clears throat> using your god powers or whatever. Uh, and then you've got these nice arena and boss fights and you you go around the world and you find find the stuff that allows you to upgrade your health and the, the lightning at the end of these vaults that lets you upgrade your, your stamina and all of this stuff. And it's got a sense of humour. It's got a really good sense of humour. It's narrated by... Prometheus, uh, the one who stole fire from the gods and was chained to a mountain to have his liver pecked out of an eagle every day. And it's his conversation with Zeus, the king of the gods. And Prometheus is the narrator, and Zeus is this bumbling, old, misogynistic uh, dick of a god. And they're just having this chat telling the story of Phoenix as you're playing it. It's brilliantly narrated. Um, And it puts the narration... Well, it didn't make me laugh out loud a lot. It kept a smile on my face. Gameplay's good. Combat's good. Puzzles are great. (laughs) Um. yeah, £20, honestly. Yeah, that looks a Brilliant fun. game. I remember, think, I, forgot. It's on I like game game, it. actually.
1: It's on Game Pass, I
0: think.
2: Oh, if it's on Game Pass, it's, uh, you know, anyone who's got Game Pass, absolutely worth a crack. I went for it on PlayStation. I like my trophies. I'm toying with the idea of mopping up the platinum. I just need a bit of time to do it in. Um, but, yeah, good fun. I also platinumed Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart because... Um, because it was an easy one. That was a lovely fun game. Um really enjoyed that. Oh, yes, well, I want to go my platinum on Skyrim as well. Platinum boy. <laughs> <laughs> I won't be planning oh, well. a Elden, platinuming Elden Ring, I can assure you with that one. <laughs> I think
0: playing yeah. Elden Ring's enough for you, I think. <laughs> You've it switched was too much. Well done. You've survived. <laughs> yeah, perfect. <proofing. Yeah.
1: laughs> oh well, uh speaking of Game Pass and Funny Games, uh, I've, oh, I've been playing... Um, the most I've popular game playing, on
2: Game Pass now?
1: Yeah, the most popular game on Game Pass, which won the coveted Avoid uh, from your, uh, <laughs> Award from gamer, Eurogamer from a reviewer who very clearly uh, <coughs> does not get on with Rick and Morty humour. Not the
2: right reviewer, one l- could argue.
1: I looked in the comments and they were like, anything said against the reviewer will be banned with severe judgment. Oh dear. I was like, bloody hell. I don't Talk follow about Euro. I used to be, much. yeah,
2: Eurogamer used to be my go-to source, to be fair. Um, but it just isn't anymore. They, they, were, they were bought out a few years ago by some American publisher, I think it is. And they went downhill rapidly. I miss computer <laughs> yeah. and video games. They were a great... Great magazine, but yeah, now I get all of my news from yep. most of it. Metro Gaming um, is one. It was one of the better sources these days. But yeah, Eurogamer is not in my in my regular reads anymore.
1: Yeah, I mean, most of mine is all through podcasts that aren't really affiliated to any of these uh, outlets, really. But well, who um, the fuck would I listen do, to I do that I do, sort of shit? I or do. Yeah, I do. Sti- I do still listen.
2: Dudes I- bellowing out their uh, unthought-out opinions sounds sounds just stupid.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah. Anyway, uh, I played. I played this game. This game is called High on Life. It's by Squanch Studios, uh, which is the studio set up by Justin Roiland, one of the creators of Rick and Morty. <coughs> just belts there for comic effect. <laughs> that wasn't on purpose. I just was like, I might as well let that one out. Um, yeah. So sorry. Yeah, you'll get that if you watch Rick and Morty. Um, but yeah. So. Uh, because he's a massive nerd, uh, they started. They set up a video game studio, and they're actually making proper games. Like I played Trover Saves the Universe in VR last year, I think, which was quite a competent yeah. game. But although it, they do very much ride on the 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 humour and stuff, they are quite self-aware though that you, there is actually a setting in the options where you can tweak the amount of. Chatter slash humor. If it's some, if it particularly gets on your nerves, but I think that just proves that they they think that they've got something here without all of that. Um, so yeah, your gun talks to you, and um, and well, all of the guns talk to you. Uh, there's a knife you pick up that's particularly psychopathic and can't wait for you to plunge it into the next thing. Knife
0: sort of thing that I've heard from yeah. the, the trailers.
1: Yeah. I mean, to give you an idea, I mean, the first thing you do, um, is you create your character avatar, um, in the mirror of your sister's cocaine fucking thing, like, and the arrows are made up of cocaine and it's like, yeah, okay. And then you, and then you, and then basically there's a huge alien invasion and you're just popping the heads off things and, uh, and riding around on little rails, things like Bioshock, um. That the, the levels are massive and look really cool. Um, and, and, and there seems to be like different ways of approaching it. I mean, the main city hub looks on par with something out of Cyberpunk, you know, like the main wow. sort of built up areas in that. Um, I'm playing it with a controller because I like to sit back and play. Um, and yeah, it's cool. There's some real like frenetic fights in there where you are like, you know, it's real like white knuckle, like proper Doom style boss fights and stuff. Okay. And um and, and, and it's like it's like you're going along and it's like we are the mothers against violence. And so we we assure you for the next uh you know, while you're in this area there will be no violence and then you get through a door and it's like we are the mothers for violence and we can assure you of maximum death and destruction from this point on yeah. So it's like it's slightly it quite like
0: funny. Rick and Morty Monty Python esque yeah. sort of Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, I mean, um, is good. yeah, it, it, yeah. I mean, it's a perfect Game Pass game yeah. because it's like I you mean, I'm probably, gonna this, right? yeah. right. I'm, I'm probably going to play some of it, but I'm probably going to go play some of it right now. Um, but um, shall we finish yeah, recording this, first? Okay. Yeah, I'll finish that. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I think it's fine. It's getting some fairly middling reviews, and I think a lot of that is just really down to like. How much, you know, your mileage will vary yeah. because of the humour and stuff like that. Yeah. Personally, I really find that I find that stuff awesome and uh, I, I'm happy to. That's,
0: that's just be engaged think, with that. I think that's something that's been forgotten from some games and you were saying it will yourself as well. There's like an extra element. I'm not going to say the X factor because that's been used too many times and it's just dumb now. But there's always a little extra thing that will grab you with a game and that's what keeps you playing it and that's what. You enjoy it more than you would normally. There's, well, the I don't French
2: know,
0: would some, call a certain, I don't know what. Je, yeah, a certain gene I don't know what they say. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> a certain gene say what? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I just think what? that's something. That's something that that doesn't always translate, and often it's by accident, and it's something that you'll find in a game or you might not find or you might not appreciate it like there'll be some games that will just work really well for you some games that won't Hmm? yeah for honour yeah exactly for honour screaming and chucking a candelabra at someone it's fucking hilarious but to other people they'll be like i'm not playing this game it's silly you just die from two hits it's dumb you can't regen your health yeah. it's like you know it's it's not that's not the point the point is you stand there balls to the
1: wall going Aah! and then you run in and you twat your mate
2: the thing <laughs> that like... floats the boat yeah completely agree yeah,
1: yeah. Okay. Uh, speaking of something that didn't, then, and, and wishing not to end on a downer, I'll just get this quickly out of the way. Come uh, I on played downer. Somerville, Somerville, which went out on a Game Pass as well, and this is like the sort of spiritual follow-up to Inside and Limbo. Um, in this one, you walk mostly from right to left, uh, Ooh, rather than left to right. Crazy. So, a bit mix, mixing it up a bit there. Controversial. Um, but essentially, it's like the plot is basically like um, the Quran
2: uh, of the side scroller. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it's like War of the Worlds. So, like uh, you, you, you're basically like there's an alien invasion, and you're trying to sort of like uh, basically evade the, the the big alien nasties that are coming that have taken over the planet. Um, and then you, but you sort of manage to. Uh, there's like one of them, one of these aliens, like crash lands. And you uh, you, you end up sort of taking on some of their power and it, it lets you sort of manipulate the landscape a bit, get around things. Um, it's got a very, I'll tell you what it really, really reminded me of was Another World. I don't know if you ever remember that. It was like a very polygonal, um, sort of almost like uh, Dragon's Lair kind of twitchy controls where... You know, there'd be, like, one way of getting through it. It isn't quite that bad, but I tell you, the puzzles are really annoying. The controls are a bit shit. Um, And, yeah, I was just kind of relieved that it was over after three hours. So, yeah, that was a real disappointment because the the, uh, pedigree that that game comes from uh, is, like, top class. I also had to fuck about getting, um, like, it wouldn't, it would only, uh, it wouldn't open, it would only run in a window which is particularly annoying when you're trying to run it at 4K um, but I ended up uh, there's like a Microsoft shortcut to get around that anyway um, I have one more game to, to mention um, and and this one is quite, quite, quite something um, Pentiment yeah. by Obsidian um, and in this you play a um, in it, it's sort of set in Bavaria and you play like a sort of it's like in the 15th century and you're like um, playing uh, an artist who's working at a, a monastery in a scriptorium. And it's a lot uh, reading
2: and, in this one, Rob. How are you getting on
1: with it? It's only reading. That's all it is. It's, <laughs> it's basically it's only... a book, isn't it? Is it even a choose your own adventure? <laughs> well, it is. No, it is. Yeah, because. Right. And this is why it justifies itself as not a book. Is uh, is essentially right, there's a murder. And of course, they're like, well, can't you solve the murderer? I'm like, well, I am a painter and I know exactly how to do this. <laughs> and, and, and you can't help but sort of be charmed by it, really, because you're sort of like, you get given all these routes of inquiry to go down and you can't do them all. So <laughs> you're like, okay, I will creep into this log and spy on this bishop. And see what occurs, whether he whether he says something to let the cat out of the bag, or um, in the late because oh that's like the first third of the game, and 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 you totally, you can totally accuse whoever you like, and they get sentenced to death, and and <laughs> okay. it's like and then at the end you're like and at the end it's like. Whoops. Oh, I don't know if that was actually right or not.
0: You had us. Uh, you can accuse
1: anyone and they get sentenced yes! to death. But I, I thought I had a pretty solid case. You know, it, it all kind of linked up. They were into witchcraft. I know that because my character knows about witchcraft. So obviously they were trying to summon a demon and they were. there was an intervention. Anyway, that's how my way went through. Might not even go anywhere like that if you choose a different background, you know? Because I was like, you know, you get all these little options. You get there's like a bit at the start where you go, Oh yes, and and what did you study at the uh at the at the uh at the University of Brandenburg Paint. or whatever. I, you know, I, like, I did painting
2: with the dots and I did painting with the lines and painting with the oils or painting with that. What, right. kind of painting, what kind of what kind of painter be you? <laughs>
1: So so that's apparently the first third of the game. I'm now in the second act and it advances like fifteen years and now you're all beardy and you go back to the same town and they're like, Oh no, Has not the you again. Now? <laughs> yeah. You got you got so and so murdered, and it's like and you're having to live it all down and you're getting all the grief. Um this and, sounds amazing.
0: Uh, I might have to play this. Yeah,
1: it's pretty it's pretty fucking brilliant actually. Um I yeah, screaming so you out just Switch the, game to me. But, yeah, yeah, I'm Richard like, that. <laughs> but it's like you have to go and eat with people, and, and you sort of, you're like, you know, you get to be like, oh, what should I have first? The bread, or the apple, or this fine custard. I and you're sp- like, you have to make decisions like that. Um, but um, yeah, it's got a weird kind of aesthetic to it. Um, but it's kind of awesome, really. Is it the same
2: game that would work with touch, streets, touch screen controls? So actually, I'm thinking about this, deal. Maybe not a switch game, but as a commuting game on the laptop might be. It feels like. Yeah, it, it doesn't yeah. feel like I need my graphics card for this. I've, I've got a Surface. What, what is it called again? Surface, Peter.
1: Got pentiment. All, got all the ray trace. Got, got got all the rays, mate. Yeah. Ray tra- oh, Trace... What, yeah. what, what's, it, what's it called again? Paper. Yeah. Pentiment. Yeah. Uh, pentiment. pentiment. Um. But yeah, pent- I'm Tim. Uh, Ent. Got it. I'm. It gives you the option of playing with mouse. And uh, or or controller, so yeah, of course it will work fine on touchscreen. I reckon so, yeah. Maybe, maybe, oh, maybe that that's Xbox. quite a nice little commute game. It. Yeah, it's I Xbox. It
2: yeah, it's Xbox only. Well, this game it's it's uh, one of the studios uh, Microsoft bought, yeah. Obsidian. So yeah, it was, it's going to yeah. it's going to Don't be an exclusive. It. it might come to Switch in a year or so. It might be. You know, because they'll they'll sell it on down the line, but it will mm, start as a exclusive that. at the very least. That sounds last. fun.
1: Don't can't you just play mm. like can't you just stream Xbox on phones now and stuff?
2: Not whilst on Isn't a train. That a thing? That'd be that'd I be f- grim on the underground <sighs> for me. But I just yeah. I just put it on. I just have got a Surface Pro, right? It's t- lovely touchscreen <sighs> tablet laptop thing. That do me? Yeah, yeah. I, I think you
0: can, Rob. So I might have to give that a go. I might have to start doing that.
1: It's uh, it it's um, it's choose your own it's adventure. It's really well. Really it fancy is definitely true choose- adventure it definitely <coughs> is and 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 the, you can sort of tell that this is like a, a kind of a passion project uh and therefore the presentation is was never going to be that elaborate you know cuz like they, they're doing it on a shoestring um there's probably i think there's I only about 5 going or 6 on of to them.
2: forsaken right i believe <laughs>
1: no that's and uh, out of no Stone. that's not them
2: obsidian no, no not forsaken No, not forsaken. Forsake is forsaken, is it? The Pillars of Eternity, the the Oblivion Sky of the Elder Scrolls clone. When before Microsoft went and bought them, and um, oh yeah, 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 it's the one that's in the Pillars of Eternity universe. Which I think that's forsaken. Oh, oh,
0: dude, it's got a proper medieval uh, medieval
2: manuscript charm to it. Calligraphy typey, yeah, yeah. I love it.
1: the tech. All the text comes up like you, there's actually settings because you can make the text come up in a really like like depending on who you're talking to, it's in a more flowery Accented. script. I had I, I had to I had to t- turn that off because it was doing me in reading <laughs> from the distance away from the screen. I was sort well, of well, that's
2: thing, it. So. I, think, I, think I could just I, I might have a crack at it on the uh, <laughs> on the laptop. That feels like a, a, a sit back with with the tablet in one hand and a glass of wine in the other. Yeah, yeah? I don't know what's going on with the accent. Yeah, de- it's definitely.
1: It's <laughs> it's uh, it's, uh it, it's really well written as you would expect yeah, from it's, very,
2: it's it's entirely written by the sounds <laughs> like, of it, so, you know <laughs> i like it's
0: the scrap, it's very much yeah. I like the strap line art imitates death <laughs> <laughs> oh
2: nice yeah well i
1: think there's there's kind of a uh, that the metaphor in the game i think the way that it mean, takes you back to that place again is like the whole idea of like um you know painting over cracks you know and stuff like that it's uh is it that's that's the metaphor but that it's very great. much. It seems like meticulously <laughs> researched for the period um, and the and the place. Definitely, uh, they seem they seem. It seems like they have a very. Uh, the creators have a very strong interest in, in this period, and it and it shows, you know. So. Yeah, I really liked it, and I'm still playing it, and I will finish it over Christmas. Nice. It, but yeah. Groovy. Uh, I guess that brings us on to our well, our game or games of the year. Um, <laughs> I don't know how we want to do this. I've I've pretty much whittled, whittled mine down.
0: I reckon as we Rob beat. and Will will have games of the year, and I will just smile and nod and say occasionally, "Dwayne Dibbly." But <laughs> sure,
1: <laughs> um, I,
0: okay, only yeah. because I've been pants.
2: I've played a few games that came out this year. I've played Dying Light mm. 3, I've played Over- sorry, Dying Light 2, Overwatch 2, Mountain Blade 2, I might oh. have even played some 1s. Uh, but that, you know what? I genuinely cannot <laughs> say there's been any game I've played that was out this year that grabbed me enough to get passionate enough to actually say that was my game of the year. I've got some games I've mm. enjoyed, but I don't have a game of the year this year. In that lame?
1: Well, not necessarily. It's it's been it's been a funny old year. Too right. Um, Mount of blade might have been if I hadn't
2: played it so much two years ago before it came out because it was early (laughs)
0: access. Yeah, and if I if I bought and played Crisis Core Reunion, I probably would have just said that. (laughs) Yeah, I just Um, I just haven't got around to games yet. It's been
1: yeah, it's It's been a funny old year. Okay, well I won't, I'll, I'll just do I'll do mine then with a very quick reason why and I'll just rattle for it. At number 5, stray. Because Yeah. I've Actually, never played I agree with cat you. Before. Stray. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I think I, I I would have preferred it if it was more catty than it was, but overall it still sticks in my mind. So stray. Also, it was short, so that's bonus yeah. points for that. Uh, four, quite the opposite. Horizon Forbidden West, simply because it was the game that I played most of this year. Yeah, I was don't totally think it's right. as good as the first. One of my I don't th- th- Yeah, I didn't think it was as good as the first one, but it, I still, it still held my interest, and I still wanted to finish it all the way through. So that was that was that's my number four. Number three, I briefly mentioned this, but you might not remember. Citizen Sleeper. It's one of them reading games. It was on Game Pass, and you play as like a a sort of droid that's been inhibited in inhib- here. Uh, that's been like uh, a, a droid that is like invested with the spirit of a, of a former person. And they're, they're kind of haunted. trying to sort of feel their way around this space station. And, uh, and, and, and it's all like dice rolls and stuff. But again, it's one of those where it's a choose your own adventure. There's more to you. There's more to do than you can do uh, or should do. You have to choose your way through the story and it doesn't want you to fail um, it wants to get you through it and uh, and it's really satisfying at the end and I thought that was awesome also I think the guy who made it is not a programmer I think he used an off the shelf thing and just literally came up with the story and the mechanics and
2: that's cool that was it
1: yeah number two because it's becoming like a utility Marvel snap and uh, yeah. yeah we all know about that yeah um, but number one and you know what this is <clears throat> it's Plague Tale Requiem
2: yeah interesting what's really interesting is that God of War didn't make it into your top
1: five
0: well the well, thing is it felt just like a DLC um, so yeah yeah, no,
1: I'm not I, I haven't been it's not swept me up anywhere near like Plague Tale did that really I think honestly uh, Plague Tale got in there and fucking spoiled it all because um, it blew my socks off and so therefore anything else after that was almost like a bit of an anticlimax because I've, I've nothing in God of War has really blown my yeah. mind that it didn't do last time round.
0: People were I joking think, that um, the, the on, yeah. um, people were joking that Plague Tower was made by the people that did uh, Microsoft Flight Simulators, and because <laughs> it was so photorealistic. that was kind of like the uh, <laughs> the fake news going around. And people were like, "Really? What?" Because um, I've seen I've seen it running, and it looks ridiculous. It
1: is unfair
0: to almost anything else. Yeah apparently
1: um, if you've got one of them new 40 series graphics cards um, and, an, and a, a new new oled
0: <laughs> yeah
1: well if you've got one of them new cards uh, it really makes use of this new dlss3 Jeez. which apparently has all this ai frame generation and stuff so you can get like locked 120 frames and all sorts of 4k but and I, i'm not going anywhere near that shit yet I'm still Good as wheels, but I think that's nah. maybe going overkill at, at, at this stage. Yeah, but don't buy new hardware for a game, Rob. Don't do it. Don't do it. No, I'm not. I... I'll
2: tell you what's insane. <laughs> I was just looking on the PlayStation, and Plague Tale Innocence is 35 quid, Plague Tale Requiem is 50 quid. Whereas you could buy a year of Game Pass, I think, pretty much for that money, and play both of those games at a crap load more. It does tend yeah, to Yeah, I mean, that it? might
1: factor into it, like the whole just the value for money proposition. The fact that that was yeah. like a. That was like a new series going on Netflix one week and me just being like, what the fuck? This is the best Mm. game I've played this (laughs) year. Yeah. I also love the way it was structured. Like each uh, level was like a nice session, you know, like an hour and a half, you know, and he felt fully satisfied by the end of it. Also the Mm. real clincher brother and sister relationship. That's the, that's the strongest bond I have at the moment in my life, in my, in my family. And so anything that kind of uh, goes there will uh, will always kind of suck me in. Yeah, yeah, definitely tug
2: at the heartstrings. Yeah, (laughs) yeah.
1: Well, I was saying
0: it's that extra, the extra element, isn't it, of games? It's that thing, that thing that makes it
1: personal to you. Um, Totally. Yeah, no, and it was good. I mean, there was there's a couple of like sort of rough edges, I suppose, that are kind of just indicative of the fact that it doesn't have a God of War Ragnarok budget. But um, I just think like what what that game manages to achieve. I mean, it's, it must've done wonders for that publisher focus whose games have always been around that sort of 70 Metacritic score a bit shit, but you know, fine. If you, if you're willing to put up, if you like the, the, the concept enough, you'll put up with it. But, um, you know, I generally Mm. don't give those games much time because there's too much other good stuff to play. (laughs) So, um, yeah, yeah. But yeah that's 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 pro- that's it. I have I've been comfortable with that. Uh that is my number one since playing several hours of God of War. I've nothing enough God of War's done nothing to challenge it so far honestly. I,
0: I think the prob I think not necessarily the problem with God of War, but I think the prob yeah, the problem with God of War is that the big the big sort of wow factor, the big oh my god element came from the first game. Because you're experiencing Morrison. all of this for the first time. And yeah. then when it's, like, yeah, additional, just, it's more. Which is why you said it felt like yeah. it felt like an expansion
2: pack.
1: It's just the second half of that game, basically. Um, and hmm. I
2: think this is why I can't get excited for Spider-Man 2 at the moment. Because I think it might be that same thing. The The web, which is one of next year's <laughs> big releases. The web-slinging, hmm. the... the going around the city that the experience of the gameplay was the utter delight there as well Miles yeah. Morales did very little for me um in terms of a follow-up because well. the delight was just swinging around New York yeah. on the webs and I've got a feeling it might be the same I loved Spider-Man um, mm. the, you know, the, but the for you Insomniac. the diminishing returns yeah. are too great on it because it, it,
1: that's uh, what grabbed to put you that's what kept of time you like well, okay. it
0: yeah yeah Whereas, whereas I'm thinking, I'm, I'm looking forward to their Wolverine game.
2: when that yeah. oh, yeah, eventually comes different out. Thing. I'm looking forward to meeting uh, yeah. the, the new character. Yeah, i def- yeah. hmm. Or their interpretation of a love Yeah. So character. I guess yeah.
1: this is a time we can very seamlessly, and I probably should just shut my mouth entirely if we're going to transition into games we're looking forward to next year. Uh, so no, I mean, I just think just segwayed into that a lot easier. Carried on,
2: yeah. No, let's segue. Oh, no, no, make the segues hard, no lubricant, nothing binding. Just make rise. it okay. rough. So, speaking of Wolverine yeah.
0: and armadillos that are crunchy on the outside and smooth on in the inside, and peanut butter <laughs> and ketchup, yep. Let's segue. <laughs> Boom. Yeah, think,
1: over to you, Rob. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, anyway, I, I don't Whoa. think Spider Man or Wolverine are coming out next year, anyway. <laughs> Wolverine no,
2: absolutely no. is. I thought I, Spider-Man I, had a. I thought Spider-Man was. I don't. I think got officially confirmed recently, uh, didn't it? I'm now frantically googling. It might be late next year. If it is, if it'll anything, be well.
0: Looked. I reckon. Possibly pushed over into. Um, I reckon it's going to be holiday 2023.
2: I reckon. Yeah, no. Six days ago, the news. Uh, fall 2023. I believe Spy- PlayStation have basically oh, confirmed the launch window. Uh, revealed in an... Over- yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, I, I, I reckon it'll be holiday yeah, 2023. Yeah, so we're talking see, yeah, I, September, October. Well, it's down as fall, yeah. which is September, October it, to me. It won't go anywhere near summer.
0: Um, no. Simply because Final Fantasy XVI is coming out in June. And whether you're into Final Fantasy sixteen or not, that's going to be a big game. And a big game for Sony oh, wow. to push. So they're not going to muddy that launch window. Yeah.
2: Well, the, the quote from the quote from someone, creative director Brian Intihar said on the PlayStation blog, "Here's to next year being just as exciting huh, as we continue to get Marvel's Spider-Man 2 ready for release next fall." So they're targeting fall. Right. Yeah. So that's 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 a game I'm not looking forward to as much as I'd like to say I am but Wolverine yeah, yeah that's I'm, after that I'm excited certainly. about
1: Spider-Man uh, to be honest though i just completely forgotten or I just didn't I don't think I heard that that was a thing that was coming out th- next year yeah oh, alright okay, cool I'm actually you know what on the
0: back of that I'd be I, curious what they do with a Venom story because they've okay, done yes, it a few it's times. It's all gonna and be stuff. about the story. Venom and Craven. So that's got me a bit excited about it. And then potentially who else could pop up in that as well. <coughs> so in that sense, kind of like looking forward to another comic book
2: story. Yeah. I get um, the impression it'll be quite interesting to see because it's they've basically teased that you'll be Peter it'll be Peter Parker and Miles, Miles yeah. Morales. 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 Yep. Morales. Morales. Yep. <laughs> Alex, thank you. I, I, I knew I was close. Um, so, so w- but whether it's you can hot swap between the two GTA Five style, or whether you can co-op buddy it, I mean that mm. would be an interesting thing. Would be to to be able to do a shared open world with two spider yeah. persons. If you see what I mean, and God, go talk, I just thought know, of something. That, that Imagine a fight
0: where you're taking on someone, and Miles Morales is also kicking the living shit at. Yeah, yeah no, you should have I a little know, spidergasm. I,
2: getting, yeah, they did, they did something
1: like that in one that. of the arcade yeah. games, I think, wasn't it? Where you could like sort of tag team with uh, Nightwing. Yeah. You could but they they didn't yeah. do it very
2: yeah but they they didn't fully fledge it because it was only in certain no. things it was like a separate game mode rather than I thought there was I thought the that game. was within the actual game um, and you can oh no you can do that in the new one but apparently it's really badly wow. executed hmm. Um yeah so okay yeah okay but that that will be fun so Baldur's Gate three though seriously yeah, we, we, yeah. I think we touched yeah. on it earlier didn't we um it's got it's, it's got its window yep. i have been looking forward to a good larian-esque or neverwinter Nights replacement i mean the idea i mean i loved neverwinter Nights, baldur's gate all of that stuff i loved these putting putting the team together rpg styles i love the dnd rule set approach to the to the games i think it always does convert very well and i adore what larian do and what they bring to the game and i'm genuinely looking forward to that one I so thought yeah. about dipping into early access and I waited and I waited and I waited and I'm glad I kind of haven't because I can't wait to see what this is whether I go day one or whether I go two months after day one I'm not certain yet uh, only because they always seem to bring in a bit of quality life quality of life shortly after release <clears throat> Yeah, I don't know whether that's going to be the case with the open access having gone on so long though so I may get impatient it's going to depend exactly when hmm. it comes out and how good my summer's looking at that point. <laughs> I might save it for winter because that, that one would see me through a chunk of winter. Nice.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've heard people like, I mean, the legit argument for doing the early access is to try out the different character classes. So, um, yeah, not that I've been tempted, but, um, I, I, I can totally see that as a legit reason for getting involved early, but it's just the story. I yeah. I don't really want the story beats to, be repeated really I just find that quite annoying
2: yeah but even on the early access, it's only acts one so you've got two more acts and apparently even when they hit release they're putting out a load of new stuff So <laughs> people have been doing it over and over and over to try out different characters there's going to be enough new and surprised and changed stuff there that's still going to feel <coughs> ish so that's here's cool. a bunch
1: of other people to talk to instead yeah
2: yeah that's yeah. it um, for me this person you talk to is now a different race
1: Ha haha <laughs> Um, the thing I'm looking forward to, probably uh, first thing that's out next year, and it's going straight to Game Pass, hurrah! Is a Russian first-person shooter called Atomic Heart. Um, it looks utterly mental. You've got like you've got all these different kinds of weapons. The visuals look really nice. Are we allowed to support that? Genuinely, is it Russian? Uh, the studio is Russian, but they have their headquarters is in, in Cyprus. So. I think maybe give them a break. That might be why it's getting a bit... <sighs> maybe it's why it's not um, got quite as high profile, though, maybe. Some people might be a bit... It's been downplayed a bit. Maybe.
2: I, I don't know if you've heard of this, this fairly big American company called Microsoft. It, it would surprise me for them to be putting uh, boycotted aggressor nation Russian stuff on there, but maybe that's a bit political. It feels a bit odd. But maybe there's an.
0: Maybe awful that's lot, I don't why know. they're staying away from the politics of it, and mm. or maybe it's not know. truly
1: Russian. The thing is, I don't think <laughs> uh, without getting into into it too much, I don't think you can like tar all Russian enterprise. Uh, you know,
2: no, no, no. I, I I believe that's the whole idea of embargoes and and oh and the like. But there we go.
1: Oh, you mean yeah, sa- you know, you sanctions know. and stuff?
2: Sanctions. That's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the whole we don't do business with your country while you're. Invading innocent other countries. Well, I
1: think that's why they. have it looks like they've uh, they've they've actually. Um, that's why they have all uh, expatriated.
2: <laughs> well, that's the thing. If, if at the end of the day they've they've essentially gone elsewhere and done that, then so be it. They're not Russian. They may be.
1: Yeah. yeah perhaps I should not have led with that, but it's. That, yeah, I think it was that bit. Yeah.
2: yeah. It's, it's, it's like saying, yeah. I was about to go right down a rabbit hole, and yeah, no, that's
1: fine. We're good. Yeah, but anyway, it looks good, and um, it's been published by Focus, who are French. Um, but yeah, and it's going on Game Pass, <laughs> and uh, you should check out the trailers because it looks really good. Um, awesome! I'm, What's it called? I'm kid? sorry if that uh, is a war crime. Atomic Heart. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, lightening up a little bit. Um, I'm looking forward to the blood, death, and destruction in Final Fantasy 16. As I said that comes out in June. Finally, there's a load of games um, coming
1: out in June, which is fucked up, and it won't happen.
0: Yeah, yes,
1: um, but also before
0: then, in February is EA's on, on answer answer to Monster Hunter, uh, which is Wild Hearts, ah,
1: um,
0: which is basically a similar sort of game. Uh, multi-squad sort of games, taking on large beasts and stuff. But it looks pretty cool. It's like... It's got these weird sort of, like, mossy, wolfy-type creatures that are just, like, gigantic behemoth creatures that you're taking on. And it literally is... It's apparently done by a guy who... um, he brought out another game, I can't remember the name of it, it slips me now, but it was kind of like based on a previous game that he brought out, but this has had more money thrown at it, and everything, and and I think there was a trailer for it at the Game Awards as well. All right. And it's by the studio as well that's worked on the uh, Dynasty Warriors games as well, so... It's got a little bit of kind of character control pedigree and attacks and moves and stuff and it combines building elements and all that and taking on things. And it look it literally looks like it borrows quite a lot from what was successful. And they looked at what Monster Hunter World did in terms of worldwide sales and people and players and all that sort of thing. And EA thought we want a slice of that. We need a Monster Hunter game. And unlike most other games that they commission and then set fire to, this looks like it's actually been put together and is going out to launch Um, so I'm I'm looking forward to playing it I know EA were the evil empire and they still kind of are occasionally but as a publisher I'm kind of wanting to support the studio um, rather than the publisher so you know for me it's another case of kind of like Aliens Fireteam where I want to get it and play it because I want to support the studio and I want there to be more options for games like this Because I think they're great community games. And if it's anything like the Monster Hunter games, it's just going to allow a lot more people to play a lot more games like this and experience a lot more fun with random people online and not be trolled. So it's the exact opposite of a Call of Duty experience. Sounds Um, good. Which I'm all down for. Because I think this is the way you're meant to play games online. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And I hope it does well. Because then when Capcom announced their monster are the game, they're gonna have to up their ante even more. So I win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um And there was another game as well, um, just quickly, there's not much more on it, but I mentioned it, it was called Lies of P and it's due to be released sometime next year. Um and it's basically the it looks a bit like Bloodborne, um, the Sign of Souls sort of style games, but you're essentially Pinocchio coming back to like a gothic medieval town taking on these sinister creations looking for geppetto oh yeah i think i I watched the new i I fucking loved i watched the new (laughs) i watched the
1: new pinocchio and i guess it is a bit dark souls isn't it because you do keep getting sent to the underworld well in that he was it's like he can't be killed so he just keeps getting he keeps respawning (laughs) it's uh it's quite a good idea for that
0: sort of game actually I'm, i'm looking forward to this it's just like yeah you're essentially a badass Pinocchio guy to take on Geppetto, who's this kind of benevolent creator, sort of gone bad kind of thing. Yeah, that's, that's cool. what I get the feel Wait. from the trailer. Yeah, it looks nice. And it's really dark and sinister <laughs> as well, and it looks... It's a bit soulsy, which might put some people off, but I don't know how much, and it depends. I want to see when it comes out, because it looks like it could be action with a hint of souls.
2: Mm. Um, yep. Yeah. Are either of you two interested in Hogwarts Legacy? You see, I've never been a, uh, um, a, a Harry Potter fan but I, 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 can, I, I can feel I, the inner geek in, in a, it's got to be at least one of you is kind of yeah. going well it is Harry Potter
0: you see, I, I I, I do still do random Harry Potter stuff like today, well not today, a couple of days back in work I did actually say to someone 10 points to fucking Gryffindor for that um, just to throw that out there but I don't know. I mean, I separate the art from the artist with the whole controversy going on, but mm. I don't know if I could get excited about the game. Cause I'm not, I never felt that invested
2: in it. It's one of those ones. If a review comes out and you kind of go, "Oh, this is, this is amazing. But yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. I don't know if that seems reasonable. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm looking forward to it in a way. Uh, I'm cautiously optimistic. Um, I kind of don't think I've really got time for it because I want to play that other game that I mentioned. And uh, Jedi Survivors out shortly after that, so I'm hoping, I'm hoping it's shit yeah. sort of thing. <laughs>
2: uh, I'll, I'll be honest, ho- ho- maybe maybe hope it's good, but don't feel the obliged to play day one.
1: Yeah, I mean it Crazy might idea. actually be one of them. Yeah, all right, put it on the list. Get to it when I get a chance, but I just never, I never. The thing is, if I don't yeah. get to something on release. I have such an enormous pile of shame. Backlog and stuff. I just won't play it. It's a yeah. joke.
2: That seems reasonable. So I'm quite interested. I've played, I think, every mainstream Final Fantasy entry since I discovered it at uh, 8. I didn't do the 7 remake. Tried it a couple of times. Left me cold. So I'd be quite interested to see where the uh, uh, Final Fantasy, was it fifth. comes out
1: yeah yeah I mean there's not much more really Um, I I mean obviously Starfield I'm I'm, I'm excited for that but I have no confidence in it coming out this year whatsoever
2: I think it'll come out I just don't think it'll do what I want it to that said um, I will subscribe to Game Pass at that point and give it a crack because it'd be insane not to (laughs)
1: Exactly, straight Game Pass day one, yep. like massivest AAA game in a decade, going straight to Game Pass.
2: Yeah, I just wish it was Elder Scrolls Six.
1: Yeah, well they're they're odd. they're yeah. working on it, you know they are. Um, yeah, and and the thing about um, Starfield is as well is like even though it might come out this year, I don't know if I want to play it this year because I think it will be a buggy mess. Yeah, yeah. And, and and also it's probably going to really upset me. When I can't run it at 4K on my TV on my PC because
2: it will be you need an opti- upgrade,
1: yeah, will it be optimized for 40 series cards? So I'll yeah, yeah. But the thing is, I tell you what, I am i probably more likely to buy an Xbox Series X than I am a new graphics card, just because I, I, think I can't you'll be find asked. the
2: Xbox Series X Pro will probably be announced soonish. Or the or the Xbox series X, Y, or whatever the fuck they call it, and that's probably a hopping yeah. on point, Rob.
1: Yeah, well, that it would just simply be unless I can just stream yeah. it um, yeah because I just I just refuse to buy another PC. I mean I've got Hoodwinked the last yeah. time, basically. I'd, ra- I''d rather have bought an Xbox than a new PC quite honestly.
2: I think that's the thing. I I like my PC and I use my PC constantly. I use it for working, I use it for playing a lot of Overwatch and stuff all day. So my mine is a totally justifiable expense. But I think most of the time you end up using you use a work laptop for lap and your for sorry, your work laptop for work.
1: I've got a bitchy Um, laptop man, it's fucking it's almost as powerful as that thing down there, it just doesn't have the graphics card in it. Yeah. Crazy. I use this for everything. I've got three screens here, it's fucking wicked curses
2: for curses, as they don't say. Yeah, but I had, to I, take I, us. I,
1: all that PC does it's it's a, it's a console. That's all I use it for. Yeah, well, that was
2: an expensive console.
1: <clears throat> Fuck yeah, I know, but and all because <laughs> fucking cyberpunk, they didn't have a next gen console version. All they had was the only alternative was a broken PS4 version, or uh, yeah. or or fucking um, what's the the Google thing called Stadia. That, that's, Stadia, yeah. That well, that only... went well, didn't it? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, yeah I'm glad I, Yeah, well, because, now, you know, if I'd done that, then all of a sudden, like, it, I would no longer be able to play Cyberpunk. Hmm. Ma- Yikes. That, 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 looking back, that. that would have been a, a terrible thing. I know. But would have made for great podcast material.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: The day Stadia died. No! Yeah. My whole game collection yeah. up in smoke.
0: <laughs> yeah, mental, innit? I'm really glad I didn't get into that. I almost did because I really, I, I thought that was my jumping on point for for cyberpunk. And then, I te- yeah,
1: I tiptoed around it, and they noticed that yeah. I was, and was like, "Here, have a controller, get involved. Yeah, it's brilliant." And so I did. I, 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 We've got a
2: warehouse of other things that we can't shift. Yeah,
1: I man. did get I did get an, a 4K Chromecast out of it, though, which I don't use really anymore, but I think it's plugged in somewhere around there.
2: Wow. So, yeah. so they can listen to you all the time? Well, yeah. <laughs> Slagging them off. Yeah.
1: Quite. So same, if you've got an iPhone and a
2: Chromecast, both companies can listen to you. And if you've got your Alexa, you know, brilliant.
1: Yep. Yeah. Got to have all the all the uh, all the all the the AI. I've just accepted
0: everyone's listening to everything, including your mobile phone and everything. And it's just like it's I'm
2: shit, just kind of used but to, it's the world yeah. we're in now.
1: I just assume I, they're I, listening. I and...
2: that, yeah, my family don't listen to me, but my devices do. <laughs> yeah,
1: or, or if they are listening to me, uh, good luck with that.
2: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You can
1: you can unpack all of that. Yes. <laughs> Try and filter out anything useful. You on a Sunday morning. Anything I say at all, ever. <laughs> Ralph, all it will hear from me occasionally is when I'm annoyed with something at work and I'm like screaming at my monitor. It's like, yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I mean, bombshell. Yeah, I think there's, there isn't
2: really much think else. I mean, to me. finish with a Clarkson reference anymore.
1: Well, not since you started mentioning it.
2: And now, back to the studio.
0: (laughs) Speed and power! (laughs) Um, No, I mean, to be honest, I'm curious what comes out next year, what gets delayed and everything, but... All of it. To be honest, there are a few games games still stacked up from this year that I'm happy to roll over and then get into eventually. Like I say, I've still got some break rise, some break to get into, I'm going to try the EA one as well um, so I've got I've, I've got quite a few potentially on a pile that I want to jump into nearly finished um, 7 Remake and I'm curious about the Crisis Core Reunion as well because it's a whole other world, it's not just this these series of remake games they're making are essentially sequels in a weird way, they're like timeline sideline games Um, so everyone complaining that they're not one for one remakes why don't you just make the turn based version well it's a sequel it's not the same game (laughs) Um, so it's basically shit going on it's basically like an episode of Sliders like the one where they've gone back there's an old reference and they've gone back along their own timeline So I'm curious where they go, because they've got the potential to go absolutely fucking mental. I want them to, because why the fuck not, it's Final Fantasy. It's (laughs) It's fun, baby. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, on that bombshell...
1: (laughs) No, on this bombshell! Fuck your
2: bombshell.
0: You're only supposed to blow the
1: bloody bombshells off. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah. I think that's it then. Thanks for listening to the Not Playing Podcast. You can email us at notplayingpodcast at gmail.com or you can tweet out or follow us on Twitter at notplayingpod. And if you like what you've heard here, please do leave us a review. Anyway, that's all for now. Until next time.
0: Bye. I suck at call of
2: duty. I suck at call of duty.